a 40-day fast. What is it? Why would you do it? What's the purpose? How does it work? Let's like really dig into this and see if it might be something that would work for you. My name is Amy Earle, and I am an expert in the middle-age mom's mind. I know what's sabotaging you. I know what's holding you back. I know, I know that you're frustrated with finding your purpose and getting stuck in all of those things. I know that because I've been there. So one of the tools that I use when I am seeking answers, when I have questions that I really need answers to, or when I am looking for, I'm, I'm going after a goal. There's something that I really want and I'm not sure how to get there. And there's just been times in my life when I have needed the next level of support. And I've actually done this. I'm on my third time through doing this. And it started as a 40-day prayer challenge. So Mark Batterson, I read his book, The Circle Maker. And when I read The Circle Maker, it was really transformational for me because I had done so much study about abundance and the law of attraction and kind of how um, all the, the universe, there were so many pieces of spirituality that I was kind of um, curious about. And, but I have such a core belief in God, in him as a heavenly father, omnipotent, all knowing and all loving and providing and trying to bridge this gap between like, what, what is this over here and understanding natural law, understanding quantum physics and really how the mind works, understanding filters and the particular activating system and how what you focus on expands. So there's all of these things over there that make so much sense. And then what part does God play in all of that? And the circle maker really helped me to kind of bridge, create a bridge between these two ideas. And Mark Batterson also has a book called Draw the Circle, which is a 40-day prayer challenge. And so he has a book that has devotionals and a journal. And I had done that, loved it. And I was coming up into, I had a goal that I really wanted. It was something, it was a business goal. And I, it was so big that I wasn't even sure I could get there. In fact, I was pretty, I knew I couldn't, let's just be honest. I knew I couldn't get there. I needed God to help me get there. And I, I didn't know how to put all these pieces together. So I began thinking, I'm going to do a 40 day prayer challenge. I'm just going to really connect. I'm going to get clear on what I want. I'm going to, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to be very clear in asking for what I want. I'm going to pray about this for 40 days. I'm going to circle this prayer. And the thought came to me, what if I, what if I raise my level of intensity a little bit? And when I'm going after something, I like to kind of increase this intensity. And I thought, what if I added a fast to this? What if I took some things in my life and I fasted from them during these 40 days? And what would that look like? And why would I do that? And these are some things that I kind of settled on as I was preparing for this. So I picked things in my life that I knew were distractions, that I knew were crutches also that I used 
to turn to instead of turning to God. So in this first um, fasting challenge that I did, I fasted from sugar. I fasted from eating after 7 p.m. and sleeping past um, 7 a.m. And the reason I chose those was when I would get stressed, when I would get anxious, when I would want to kind of numb and step away and if I felt overwhelmed, I would turn to those behaviors instead of turning to God. Like I, those were just coping mechanisms that I would use. And I thought if I put those on the altar, first of all, if I put those on the altar, God's going to know I'm serious because if I told my kids, Hey, I'm doing this and I'm fasting from sugar for 40 days. And they were like, what? Like mom must be really serious. So I knew that that was me saying, I am really serious about this. Then I also knew that doing that was going to give me more clarity because I'm getting rid of distractions. I'm getting rid of, I know sugar is so bad for me. I knew that if I, if I got rid of sugar, that my mind would be more clear. And so I also had, and kind of waking up, there's such, there's so much goodness in mornings that it's not my favorite. And so I, I had this idea of, okay, I'm going to give them up. I'm going to use them to connect to God. And then the third thing was every time I think about the thing I'm giving up, I'm going to remember what I'm doing. So I had this big goal and anytime I would think about sugar, I would think, yeah, but I really want this more. This is what I'm going after. And it gave me a chance to, every time I thought about it, I would pray. Every time I thought about it, I would think, oh, it's going to be so good when I reach that goal. And so understanding how your subconscious mind works and understanding filters and neuro neural pathways and all of these things, it made sense to condition my mind, to use this to condition my mind to what I was focused on, give my mind instructions. So I laid out this plan. Now at the heart of it is being very clear of what I was asking for. So when you're doing this, it, there is so much, there's so much good out there for us. And we are not taking advantage of it because we are not asking. One of the things that we hear, like you can read this in the scriptures again and again, where God is asking us to ask him, ask and it shall be given, seek and you shall find, knock and it will be opened. He wants us to come to him and ask because another natural law is agency. We... God's not going to force on us anything that we are not coming and asking him for. And so being very clear. So as I set up for this challenge, I got very clear. This is my goal. This is what I want. So I circle that. These are the things that I am giving up. And then I committed to every morning, writing out what I wanted, circling it, reviewing Like, this is what I'm giving up today. This is what I'm giving up through this challenge. And then I would spend time every single day in asking, listening, and acting. So asking for inspiration, listening for inspiration, and acting on inspiration. That became key to this process. So that's that's how it began with this big goal. And every morning I was like, 
so committed, so excited. I would, I would write out my goal. I would envision it. I, there would be a prayer in my heart and I would say, all right, Lord, what's my next step? What do you need me to do? Cause I didn't know how to get there. And that's the thing. If we knew we'd already have it. Right. And so I didn't know how to get there. And so I would ask and I would have thoughts and because I was waking up early because I didn't have sugar because I wasn't numbing myself with food at night, I had a lot of clarity and I was able to hear him very well. And so I was going through this process and there were highs and lows. There were times when I was like, yes, this is, I can't like, it's working so well. It's coming together. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I felt so confident. And then it was like, I ran into a wall, like, head on, just right into this wall. And everything seemed to just disintegrate the momentum, my vision, my confidence that everything that I had in place, it just felt like this was not going to happen. And I, it broke me. Like I felt so, I, I had been trying so hard. I'd been given I had given it everything. I was working as hard as I could. I was doing everything that I could think of. I, I was showing up and fully in this and giving everything that I could. And I had nothing left to give. There was nothing else that I could do. And I couldn't see a way. I, I hit this there. We, I arrived to this place that I could not see how, it was going to happen, how it could happen. And I remember just thinking, is this it? This is the end. This is, this is it. And I went to Jake and I'll never forget coming out to him and just him holding me in his arms as I cried. And I just said, it's gone. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to get there. It's just, there is no way. And I remember just thinking, I have to set it down. I, I just have to set it down. I can't push. There's nothing else I can give. There's nothing else I can do. I have to just set it down. And I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I was Oh, I was kind of in a funk. I was, I was angry and frustrated and it really didn't, I, angry is a good word. I had, I wanted it so bad and I just was so frustrated. And when I woke up, I sat in this space for a minute and I had been in this constant conversation every morning with God. I had gotten really clear with his voice. And that morning, I remember waking up and just feeling and expressing to him, I can't do this. And I heard so clearly the response no, Amy, you can't do this, but I can. Now get yourself up, 
brush yourself off and let's go. And it was so clear to me and recognizing in that moment that no matter how hard I'm pushing, no matter how hard in our humanity that we're trying to control the situation and make it happen. And if we can just, if we can work harder, if we can try harder, if we can believe more, if we can give more, if we can. And at the end, there are some things that only God can do. And when we release, when we allow him to come in, when it, and it, looking back on this, like I knew I couldn't do it without him, but my mind was, okay, I can't do it without him. So I'm going to pray really hard and then I'm just going to do it. But what I had to do was I had to release and I had to give it completely to him. And then the most beautiful thing happened. And he said, he gave me instructions that morning. He was like, all right, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to do these things and go do these things. And as I, I got up, brushed myself off, said, okay, this isn't me. I can't do this, but he can. And with that, with that letting go, things just started to click. Everything just, it, it just fell into place so beautifully. And at the end of, at the end of the time when all of the pieces came together and I achieved the goal, I looked back and I realized that was all him. And this is the power of, there is this line that, that you dance. And one of the phrases that I really love is, is to, pray like it all depends on him and then work like it all depends on you. And I felt like that's what I was doing for those first 40 days was like, or in this challenge was, I was just, I was praying so hard and then working so hard. But then there is the next step where you do have to release it and you do just have to allow him to put the pieces together because when you want something that is so big that you cannot do on your own, that he has to come in and be a part of, there is a release to him that is so beautiful. And so I look back on that and about two weeks ago, Jake and I have these really big goals that we want to accomplish by the end of the year really big and so big that only God, only through God, these, these are not things that we're going to be able to do. It's only through him. And I'm seeing this pattern of first it's the clarity and it's the asking and okay, this is what we want. Here is the goal. So I want you to think like, here's your goal. This is what you want. So clarity in asking and being bold enough to ask, having faith enough to ask, believing enough to ask for what you want. And then for me, there is the, what am I going to set down through this process? And one of the things that I knew for this, for this 40 days is that I can get very distracted. I can, I love to watch 
streaming television and shows. And, and it's something that I can use as an escape and to just kind of zone out, but there's so much time that I can waste doing that. And so in this, I was like, all right, I'm giving up that. And then I'm still giving up eating after seven and soda and I'm waking up at seven. So some other pieces that I'm putting together for this and getting really clear and then leaning into the ask, listen, act. Now, this experience has been fascinating. The first five, six, seven days, just clarity. Like we had the goal, but I didn't know how. And this is why I needed him because I knew what I wanted and, but I didn't know how to get there. And let me actually take a step back in both of these examples is there's also this step of you ask for what you want and then you have to be willing to, or you have to listen to his answer. You're asking, let me put it this way. This is what I want. This is the desire of my heart. Will you help me get there? Is this something we can walk together for? Is this something that I can do? So what I'm looking for is his confirmation. I'm looking for him to say, yes, I've got your back. We're going to go do this. Let's go. And it's, it's subtle. It's just these subtle. And there's a lot of belief that you have to have as you're coming into this. But once I am, I have that, I have a goal. I know why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it for, who it's going to impact the ripple effects it's going to have. I have all that vision up here and I take it to the Lord and I say, this is like you would a partner and you say, this is what I want. And this is why. And you just feel this. All right, let's go. When you have that, that's when there's a, it's, it is as if it has already happened and there's a scripture and I need to, I don't remember where it is, but it, the scripture is, and when, and if you believe that you have received it, it will be yours. And so there's the belief that it is already done. And I love to think about that, that when I ask and God says, yes, his promises are sure. I I don't have to worry because he said, yes, it is mine. And now we get to work together to go after it. So that's what these 40 days is he and I working together and me being very intentional and getting clear, getting rid of distractions, getting rid of things that will cloud my mind. And then being very clear in my intention of, all right, Lord, what are my next steps? All right, Lord, what are my next steps? And as I've been navigating this, there have been a couple, a few really big bumps in the road just in this last, I think I'm on day 13, maybe. And a couple times where I'm like, I don't know. I think maybe this is, maybe this is too big. Maybe we need to post it postpone it. Maybe we should defer it. Maybe this was the wrong idea. And I love right now that it's a goal that Jake and I are going after together this morning. Um, as we were kind of diving into it again, he just bore his testimony to me of, we're doing the right thing and we're seeing movement and the Lord is showing up and we're going to hold this intention where you're going to, yes, we're releasing it to him. And that's where I'm saying there's a simultaneous emotion and energy of 
believing so strongly and not giving up and releasing and then also taking the steps and making forward movement and continuing toward the goal. And it, it's something that you learn how to do and it is trial and error, but this particular exercise of taking a biblical number, there is something really beautiful about the number 40 and 40 days, taking this number, turning my heart, asking for what I want, being clear in that, being bold enough to ask, like being bold enough to say, this is what I want clear and then being willing to be consistent and showing up for that. So I hope that this is an idea that maybe, maybe you need a 40 day prayer challenge, or maybe you want to add some fasting to it, or maybe it's about getting bold enough to, to ask and, and to get clarity in what it is that you want. But I hope that this has been helpful. Send me a message if you enjoyed this message and feel free to share it and we'll see you on the next video.